to Emmaus, some friends encounter Jesus, and as he speaks, they find their hearts burning within them. In this On The Road series, we hear from friends about their current walk with Jesus and what he's speaking to them about now that's burning within their hearts. Join us on the journey. So welcome to another episode of On The Road. We've got Blake and Marcy with us today, um, which is wonderful. Now, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but you suddenly burst into my world. There was a, a day where I'd never heard of Blake and Marcy. And then in the space of the next week to 10 days, suddenly just loads of folks, oh, Blake and Marcy, have you met Blake and Marcy? <laughs> suddenly they just burst into my world and I heard their names so many times. But this, um, these are a couple that are very highly regarded. They have a real heart for people. Um, they're really um, just passionate about Jesus. Um, I got to spend some time with them um, a, a few weeks ago, which was wonderful. Um, even Blake and I in a, a prayer meeting yesterday, and just him sharing some of the stories of people that are in their house and some of the stuff that's going on. I know that you're going to be blessed um, by spending some time with them as well. So um, as you know, the whole idea behind the On The Road series is we're wanting to hear from people now. So not just On The Road to Emmaus thousands of years ago, but people now about how they hear and how they're walking with God. And so um, I'm going to start with a version of what we always start with, um, which is um, kind of basically how's God speaking to you or what's God speaking to you about just now? What, what do you feel that's kind of burning in your heart with the way that God's speaking or doing something for you guys just now? I would say one thing, Lewis, just in the beginning, when you talk about the road and, you know, kind of crashing into one another's lives, I, I think the most beautiful mm. thing that's happening right now Mm. is that we've been invited onto a road like where Jesus is walking and where mm. the disciples are walking. And we're getting to be shoulder to shoulder with people like you and others mm. um, from the foundry with, with the church across the UK. You know, you can tell from the accent, we come from the United States and <laughs> we are a family and a couple on mission. And I, I think one of the desires of our heart is to consistently find out where is the road where Jesus is walking and and if he's stopping we want to stop and if he's moving we want to move and mm. we want to move with those people who are moving with him and there's just this there, there really is a burning in our own hearts genuinely mm. uh different prayer calls that i'm on uh with you lewis and and others who are friends that it, it just feels like when i get off i'm like did we all feel this way it's it's as if we have been walking with jesus and mm. I mean, the truest sense of the word, we really have in the spirit been walking with Jesus through hearing and praying mm -hmm. and encouraging. And that, I think, for myself, for Marcy, like that's where we find life. And, you know, I think the ideas in terms of like what's God doing now and what's he doing on the road? I mean, I think he's just giving out life left and right. Like when those guys were walking, like where our hearts not burning inside of yeah. us. And I, I think that's the feel in the sense um, w with certain highs of it and, and some really low lows of it. And I'll explain that in a second. But I mean, essentially, when our hearts are alive, like we're alive. And when we're alive, the people around us are alive. And there's just mm. that trickle down effect that happens of like life and life abundance. And anytime you're around and near Jesus and Jesus people, that happens. That's what we're passionate about. That's what mm. we want our, our lives to to matter in in that way and so we're thankful for this crashing onto the scene that's <laughs> and we're like lord isn't that just the way you do it yeah. you know and this yeah. just a beautiful beautiful yeah. i think i think that's the thing is like you know I, I can't imagine a circumstance where there's any christian that doesn't want to be on that journey with god yeah. i think mm -hmm. um 
the challenges for a lot of people that's just not their experience that you know like they might point oh i once heard god speak about this in the past or mm-hmm. you know these people seem really excited or did i did i really hear god say that or this or that? and so um that's um I think I think what you've just described obviously is the path that you guys are on just now. I think it's mm-hmm. it's the road that any Christian would want to be walking on, um, and and I suppose some people are in that place of they're like, how do I get there? How do I know this is God speaking? Or you know, like I you know, kind of how do I how do I find God in those moments? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how you guys do that. I don't know whether that's something you've always heard God speak, you've always mm-hmm. felt God's hand in different places, or is that something you've learned over time? Or kind of where? How does that work for you? <laughs> yeah. Great question. That is a great question. Yeah, I think for me, um, I grew up not understanding at all that God could speak to me. I grew up mm. in a Catholic home, and I, I would describe um, my relationship. I, I came to the Lord at a young age and mm. had a relationship with Jesus, but I didn't understand that he could speak to me at all. Mm. And so I had a very, I, w- I would say, like a monologue with God where I would just yeah. talk all the time. And I never really heard anything back from him or knew how to receive from Mm. the Holy Spirit or knew how to hear from God, my father in any way. And so I can't I felt like I carried a lot of stress and anxiety because I kept it all in my own mind. I didn't really know how to hear the Lord speak or break into my world in that way. Um, But then I I was started to be taught that I could hear the Lord speak um, and through scripture and and the Holy Spirit filling me and speaking to me and prompting me. Um, And I I would say it dramatically changed my life forever. Mm. Um, Mm. Understanding that I could have a conversation with God and that prayer was about hearing from the Lord, speaking Mm. to me, highlighting scriptures, or as I would just wait on him, letting Mm. his spirit give me a picture or an impression Mm. um, and understanding how that would line up with his word and speak into specific situations for me, for people around me, for my family. Um, and then being able to pray in accordance with those specific things he was mm. speaking, it really changed everything. Cause it gave me, um, it just deepened my relationship with mm. God. And but, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, it's really interesting that your starting point for that, though you just described as a place of stress. Like I was constantly speaking to God, like there was this mm-hmm. mo- you know, monologue, there's one way traffic, but mm-hmm. your experience of that was like from a point of stress like I, like mm-hmm. i'm i'm interested but it was that stress because you were were just like you know like you were kind of there was nothing kind of responding you know nothing was actually happening with what you were yeah. saying or what you were praying to god about or was that stress from you were wanting to go because my from what you've described i can't imagine there were necessarily people around you at that moment that were saying oh you can hear god speak it sounds mm-hmm. like you were just like my experience is i just speak to god and so I'm, yeah. I'm interested by the way you described that as a from a tension point yeah, I think part part of it was I was a I was a Christian, and so I you know you constantly hear um, pray about things that are mm-hmm. hard or pray whenever you're not peaceful or um, mm-hmm. having anxiety. And yeah, I think the point of stress was the like I'm praying and I don't feel like anything's happening, mm. or I don't feel like anything's shifting, or I'm not receiving peace after I pray. Yeah, okay. um, and so. I think it was that place of of just well one learning what prayer is that it's not just me talking or spouting out all these problems but it is a conversation mm. and a, a dialogue and an exchange with being able to um, share everything on my heart with with the Lord and then receive back from Him mm. and I think that was the difference yes of of the place of tension or stress mm. um, 
being released and and being mm. able to receive something mm. that the Lord wanted to speak into the situation. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. that's probably and, and so then you were saying like you you tend to then find that when you're reading the Bible, there'll be certain verses or things that'll pop out to you as well. You also talked about you kind of would tend to get pictures and stuff. And so mm-hmm. how does yeah. that yeah. Yeah. And so yes, I, I just understood it, yeah, and in, in learning about the way that God wanted to speak. It's been a journey. It's been, you know, um 25 years now, I guess, of a journey of learning to hear God and understanding what's his voice and what's my flesh and um, mm. what's the enemy and how do I hear hear the Lord and when it lines up with scripture. Mm. Um, and and over that the, that journey, I've, I've learned to hear, you know, this is God's character. This is his, this is the truth of his word. And this is how he speaks. Mm. And then learning to hold on to that. And I think um, bringing it into just like present day um, of what just what we're experiencing even in this season. Yeah. Um, been reading from the book of Romans, specifically Romans 8 recently, about the mindset on the flesh leads to death, but the mindset on the spirit um, mm. leads to life and peace. And just recognizing when my thoughts or the, the dialogue in my head um, mm. or the looping going on in our brains is le- is not leading to life and peace and recognizing mm. that's not the Lord speaking to me, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then whenever I'm hearing from him or I'm able to take my thoughts captive and stop the the negativity or whatever else is going mm. on and receive life and peace and just mm. n- recognizing that this journey of hearing God um, is really and and walking with with God in prayer and conversation is really what leads to fullness of life. Mm-hmm. And like the point of the, our hearts burning within us is because we're hearing from the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and we're able to not just um, maybe study the word and then live our, go about our day on our own, but really mm-hmm. live um, in a place of abiding. I yeah. think that's also what I've learned with hearing hearing God speak yeah. is that it it leads me to abiding in him. And that's mm. the only way to abide in him really is if I'm mm. hearing from him. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's that, there's all those pictures and analogies in the Bible of like judge the tree by its fruit. Like, you yeah. know, like an apple tree produces apples and, you know, it's a good thing. And a, you know, a thorn bush produces thorns. And so if you yeah. are finding that the voice you're hearing, you just look at the fruit of what it's producing. Is it, is this producing peace? Is this yeah. producing life? Is this producing joy? Yeah. then I can maybe trust more that that's God-driven as opposed to fear or whatever. I mean, I think you even um, talked about that kind of looping of, yeah. you know, like that, you know, and kind of that getting kind of tra- trapped in that kind of thought cycle. Yeah. Again, it's the yeah. fruit stuff. So, so Blake, are you like, how do you, how do you hear from God then? Is that, is that sort of same for you? Is it um, scriptures, kind of pictures, or kind of what's your experience? Yeah, you know, I, I um, just hear from Marcy and trust it's God speaking. That's that's how you <laughs> <laughs> if she hears, I'm like, let's do that. Um, Marcy tends to get things a lot more quickly than I do. Um, for me, the Lord really speaks to me through pictures. Uh, and, yeah. and I have a hard time even uh, formulating sentences or mm-hmm. ideas to, mm-hmm. to come out of my mouth. However, if I can describe them in a picture that the Lord's speaking to me, through, mm-hmm. I just think he knows how my mind works and he created mm-hmm. it that way. So the Lord really speaks to me through pictures and I'll often tell someone like Marcy or, or other people. And you realize when you're spoken something, there has to be a translation of it. And so mm-hmm. I've just been on this journey over the last few years as the Lord speaks to me through pictures, impressions, examples of learning how to translate that into 
a language that everybody can understand. Mm -hmm. So so what does it mean if I see this picture and this is happening? And to really get that in a way that is translatable and understandable by by other people. But some of my um, most beautiful encounters with God is when he's spoken to me or shown me a picture that just makes sense more than anything mm -hmm. I could read. And that's just been the mm -hmm. way that I've grown in God. And I explain things that way. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's been a beautiful thing. I mean, I, I often wonder, like, I think about this road to Emmaus, and I love that you've named it this. Like, could the disciples have recognized Jesus earlier if they yeah. would have stopped and just stared at him, oh, you know? Because there's so much like, as we go, and I meet God as we go, as I'm mm -hmm. in the garden, as I'm driving. And um, I think one of the things the Lord's really speaking to me about is like, why don't we pause and let's look at each other for a while? Mm. Why don't you let me just tell you what I'm up to and what I'm thinking? And for me, it's a little bit harder to do that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll move past what might be a significant moment with the Lord. And mm. that's one thing he's speaking to me a lot about right now. Why don't you slow down? You know, once you build in some time, some space to really listen and get more of those pictures, you know, mm. this, how the Lord speaks. And mm. then let's operate from that place. And that happened to me last week and it changed the trajectory of, you know, the next five, six years of our life. It's like, yeah. that's powerful. That, that was mm. worth my five minutes of waiting mm. to listen. It's going to change. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because you're right. There's that that retrospective. They're like, oh wait, oh that wait a second, that was Jesus. Wait, oh you know, and 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 obviously, like it's it didn't happen in that situation. But there's a, a possibility of missing what Jesus is doing in that moment by yeah. missing that he's there. And and so this is part of the thing that we would talk about is if you if you're going through your daily life yeah. with the expectation that everywhere you go, God's there, like he's already there, you know, and 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 like he's probably doing something like it would be yes. it would be unlikely that the holy spirit is in your workplace or in your family or in your home or in this situation and not at work right and it is, it's just that like oh we we don't want to have those oh we saying god was doing that there and i missed that you know like we want to be mm -hmm. part of those moments um, and um and um but it, it's hard. Like I'm, I'm a hustle bustle kind of guy. I feel like yeah. I, I, I find like I sit down, my brain just kind of wants to wander off to a hundred mm -hmm. different places. But the the times where you do just sit with God, actually, yeah. I, I would struggle to think of many moments where I've genuinely done that and not had some moment with God. Maybe mm -hmm. not a big moment sometimes, but you yeah. would just be like, oh, okay. Actually, I now feel that I can go and do. Yeah. yeah. Last week, Lewis, the example for me was I was on a phone call. I was speaking to my business partner in the States. I was about to rattle off. Here's what we should do. One, mm -hmm. two, three, four, five. And I just felt this prompt from the spirit says, hey, remember, we're, we're learning how to wait. And mm -hmm. I said to him, I said, you know what? Why don't we wait on the Lord? Let's see if he's saying anything. Mm -hmm. So we pause and we wait. And the Lord shows me a picture. I said, what does that mean? And explains to me what the picture means. And it literally, that was the example. Like it's changing the trajectory of the next five years for what we'll do with that business mm. versus what we wouldn't have done at all. And yeah. it was a moment of pause. And I just think the Lord honors that pause. Mm. Maybe it's silence in the pause. Maybe it's something that changes our lives forever. But that, that, and the, the thing with that is, as I, as we heard the Lord, it's going to end up blessing a lot more people yeah. than just the two of us in our business. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what I love. Like when you're going about your day, if you will pause, listen and respond, mm. it will bless you, but it's going to bless all those around you as well. It unlocks things, not just mm -hmm. for yourself, but for others. And I think that's kind of the abundance mentality that the Lord has for us as believers. Mm -hmm. Impact everywhere you go. Yeah. How? Just listen to me. Just be yeah. with me. Yeah. It's it's really interesting because I I 
I've been in lots of different contexts where, you know, so obviously you've described a situation. I'm assuming your business partner is a Christian. Otherwise, yes. you know, like, you know, like he might, he might graciously be patient <laughs> with you. If you're like, guys, we need to pause this meeting and wait on God. They might be great. But, but again, like I can, I can think of lots of circumstances. I'm sure you guys will have been the same where you're in a room with Christians, either in a business context or sometimes in a church context or mm-hmm. just in various contexts. And the most natural thing in the world for some Christians in that room would be to say, let's just pause and try and find God of what he's saying here. Mm-hmm. And yet so many times it doesn't happen. Now, again, there's, that's not saying that there were loads of other contexts where you didn't do that and you should have done, but it's 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 just a thing that fascinates me, you know? And yeah. so even yeah. like as a married couple, there are lots of moments where you guys will be in a room together, um, mm-hmm. just as I would be with my wife, when you're talking about things. And, and I know for a certain there have been loads of times where we're trying to work we're trying to work out the one two three four five what are we going to do yeah. what are we going to and and in loads of those situations we won't have paused and been like wait a second let's just find god in the moment and it's so it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a quandary to me because it's the most natural thing in the world and yet it's often not the thing that we do like we don't do it ourselves mm-hmm. but when you've got you know two believers in the room together like god's there he's there anyway he's the spirit oh, of god yeah. in you and i am so I think it's it's a beautiful example, but I I'm, I suppose I'm challenged by of how many other times am I in that sort of context mm-hmm. in business or work or church, wherever it happens to be, yeah. I'm not doing that. You know, it's mm-hmm. a great point. Yeah, um, it's a great point. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested. So I, I I imagine that there'll be people that have been in and around church for years, and people will say things like, "Oh, you know, I had a picture," and mm-hmm. um, I had a picture, and uh, and and so I'm interested in how that works for you because i mean part of the i know you guys your heart is for people to walk well with jesus either because they don't know him or because you just want the best for the person in front of you to walk well with yeah. Jesus. and so um so it's, it's putting you on the spot slightly and you don't have to give a specific example but i suppose i'm interested even just for um helping people understand when someone says when you say blake or marcy when you're saying mm-hmm. you know i had a picture how does that work for you now that won't be it's not like you know like didactic that someone then can just go and copy that as a template but it might just be mm-hmm. enlightening for some people just to, they might oh i always had that but i just dismissed it as not being god yeah. right? my, you know i've i've always had a bit of a fanciful mind and so I'm, you know so mm-hmm. i'm interested just how that mm-hmm. kind of practically works for you or the, the feeling of that for you guys that's yeah, a great question that is a good question um like, like blake said he often gets pictures from the lord I often hear the Lord speak specific scriptures and then he'll kind of expound on that to apply it to specifically um, maybe what we're praying through or a specific situation um, in our lives. We have four children. And mm-hmm. so I think it's it's fun and interesting in, in helping them hear God as well and how the Lord speaks differently to them. And I think mm-hmm. can speak differently to, to everyone and helping them understand. Yeah, sometimes someone gets a picture but then one of our other children doesn't get pictures and, but understanding Lord still speaks to them. So mm. um, I think just leading with that is um, sometimes people just get a sense of peace, you know, mm. like I have peace of, of, if they're praying over a decision mm. um, and that's Lord, the Lord speaking. Or yeah. then one of our daughters gets these elaborate pictures and like a whole wow. like vision of things playing out and we'll just kind of help her, you know, talk through it and understand, yeah, what, what is the Lord highlighting in that? Or yeah. okay, what could that represent? Um, mm-hmm. What is that maybe symbolic for? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of how, when we do, or if I do have a picture, I do get pictures mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, just yeah, not, yeah. Like literally that is like the Lord speaks in analogies to him. Um, 
So, so when you're getting a verse there, would you like? Is it you're sitting there in a moment of peace with God, and you feel God say, you know, Marcy, Romans eight five, or just like Romans eight five comes to mind, and you think, okay, yeah. I'm going to go and read that, and then pause and listen. Like, so that would be like kind of just in terms of the kind of the the, the ABC, yeah. as it were. That would be your experience of some of those things that you then go and intentionally spend time in that in the Bible yeah. and listen to God. Yeah, yeah, mm. definitely. I think it can be. It can be. He speaks a random scripture that I look up or if mm. I'm studying something specifically or mm. yeah, he might highlight Isaiah 61 and then reading through it and then real, then him kind of expounding on it of mm. oh, this specific prayer. And in verses one through three is what he's wanting us to pray over the city of London, for example, yeah. or yeah. Um, yeah. And just believing for the Lord to do that. And then he's saying, I want you to pray. This is what I want to see in your neighborhood and in your community and i mm. want you to partner with me and pray in these verses or promises because mm. mm. um, there's something beautiful about that ping pong that you're describing like i was just you know you're praying you've chosen mm-hmm. to spend time with god you feel there's this verse i'll go and look at this verse um i feel i'm just going to pray those three verses so again that's god speaking some people will dismiss mm-hmm. that just saying well i had the idea to pray these first four verses yeah. over london but no, mm-hmm. that's you responding to something of the spirit of god stirring your heart and then that yeah things over time now you're praying for this thing that was on god's heart and then yeah oh, actually now i'm going to do that and, and it's that kind of like ping pong that is the dialogue of god that, that yeah. is very easy to dismiss as oh i had that thought and i just i chose to yes. do that so that's, yeah that's you cooperating with the spirit of god in those moments and it's beautiful absolutely yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. And, and lewis i'll yeah. give you an example of this this one particular in particular that happened last week was um i was on the car in the car on the phone i said let's just wait on the lord wait on the lord I see a picture of an avocado, just like that, really quickly. It's sliced down the middle, but there's no seed inside. Mm. And I was like, well, that avocado is beautiful, very meaty. There's a lot to it, right? But yeah, there's yeah. no seed. That's strange. So I'm like, well, why is there no seed? And I felt like the Lord began to speak to me about seed. All this is in the span of just 30 seconds yeah. to a minute, yeah. right? <clears throat> I see the picture. I see no seed. Lord, what significant seeds? Uh, seeds are meant to reproduce. I mean, to be put mm-hmm. in the ground and to reproduce. And then I start thinking about stewardship. The Lord put man into the garden to steward, to take mm-hmm. care of that. And I feel like the, he had the same for, for this business. And the idea was, okay, you need to plant the seed of this. It needs to reproduce. It needs to be a blessing to more people. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it just changed the trajectory of how we made that decision. And I just knew straight away. I knew straight away, this is what this means. But had I missed that moment, mm. like I said earlier, like lots of people don't benefit from that. Mm-hmm. We don't benefit from that. And I miss a moment with the Lord. And he's like, my action, like you were fine to do what you were going to do. Yeah, but yeah. my intention was to bless you and bless them. Mm-hmm. And had we not paused, I think we missed that. And I don't mm-hmm. want to live a life like that. Okay. My, I, I want the fullness out of life, mm-hmm. you know, and. I'm, <clears throat> I don't think I'm overly ambitious, like self-ambition. I'd, I'd rather not do that. But I want the most out of my life. Mm-hmm. And I've just realized like being on this road with Jesus, with others who are with Jesus, that's maximum return on my mm-hmm. life. So I want those moments of pause where I connect, be it through picture, scripture, other ways that people mm-hmm. hear God, mm-hmm. sense, peace, whatever it might mm-hmm. be. I always want to find those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like there'll be a lot of people that are, find it remarkable that with four kids and work that you're able to find moments of peace and pause. I, I've got two kids. I'm amazed that anyone goes for more than two. Like it's quite incredible to me. So, um, and and so I suppose like um, the thing that again, which I not anticipated in the conversation, but it's lovely that's come up, um, Marcy, just where you were sharing about how you and Blake as a as husband and wife with your children are encouraging them to try and hear God speak. And so, um, I suppose 
was some of that um, reactive? Like you're, you know, you're one of your kids has come to you and said, I had this, I just had this dream or this thought came mm-hmm. into my head and you taught them in that, or was it something that you kind of tried to kind of teach them into or kind of just, I'm interested for parents mm-hmm. who are listening on this. Because, yeah. um, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, we're called to disciple people, but right. if you've got four people in your house that are mm-hmm. under your care, you mm-hmm. just start there. Yeah, 100%. Right. Right. Yeah, right. I definitely, we definitely consider our four children our most important disciples. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely being intentional and in trying to help them understand that the Lord wants to speak to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I've taught my kids from since they were little. I didn't understand when I was their age how to hear mm-hmm. from the Lord. And so I want them to know and understand how much life and peace mm-hmm. and relationship they can have with Jesus mm-hmm. as they walk through their day at school. Um, coming to and from, you know, home and all those things. So, yeah, we spend a lot of time trying to be intentional to help train them and give them opportunities to hear from the Lord. So we'll just spend time in the morning um, saying, okay, let's have a devotional time and Mm. really simply say, let's be quiet for 60 seconds and ask Jesus to speak to us and Mm. um, just to be quiet and let them, you know, sometimes they get really, deep things and sometimes they don't get anything Mm. um, and depends on the day. Mm. Um, But yeah, and then we try to help them understand, okay, here's where God's speaking or, and then helping them understand how he wants to speak to them. Like you mentioned on the way, like when they're, they, they take the tube to school, you know, Mm. on the tube or um, for maybe one of their classmates or, um, and they do, they, they have had, you know, times where they're Mm. able to pause in their day and listen. And I think training and equipping um, children or all of us and, and myself <laughs> to hear the Lord as we go throughout the day is is literally what changes everything mm-hmm. in our relationship with God yeah. from from living in our flesh or living in um, anxiety to walking in the fullness that Jesus intended mm-hmm. and realizing I know for me I can often think oh this is a really busy season and when just when this event is over or, or next month, the, 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 our mind can tend to think, then it will be peaceful. Yeah. Or then the stressor, if this happens, then the stress will be gone. And it's just not accurate. You know, it's just life mm. is full of yeah. trouble or t- challenges or obstacles. And so the Lord's really challenging me, and I'm trying to help my children as well, to learn this Romans 8 of just when our mind is set on the spirit, I can live with life in peace no matter the season mm. I'm in and wanting to embrace that mm. in the middle of trouble or challenges yeah. versus when that is gone. It's interesting because so much of what you're talking about there comes down to expectation. Like, you yeah. know, like if we have an expectation that our children can hear God yeah. and you know, like then then we we will see more of that, we'll pursue that more. If we have the expectation that wherever I go, I can hear God speak to me yes. and I'm more likely, you know, cause it's, and it's not that it's, I wouldn't say it's explicitly we're, we're manifesting that thing through our faith, but like, just, yeah. just, if you're looking for something, you tend to find yeah. out. Yeah. And some of what you're talking about, I think is, I, I wonder how many times as parents, we don't have the expectation for our children, not because we're belittling them or mm-hmm. anything, you know, but just that, like we just caught up in busyness or whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and it's, again, it's such a remarkable thing. You're like, the Bible's really clear. God speaks. He's spoken right. since the beginning of time. He's still speaking now. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus said, it was better that I go, so my Holy Spirit is with you. Amen, yeah. Well, the Holy Spirit's 
to be with us, then we have this incredible person that is always there with us that can give us yeah. wisdom, you know, all these things yeah. that the Bible promises, the fruits of the Spirit. Like they're just, they're there for us. Everything. You know, mm-hmm. Just have to be like, oh God, I, I need this. And my expectation yeah. is that you've said this. And so this is what I now need from you. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's available. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. That's right. Beautiful. I'm, I'm going to just pray in a minute, but I don't know. Is, is there anything else that's that's on your heart either that I foolishly not asked you that you're like, oh man, this guy's a fool. <laughs> Can't we that? Um, or anything that you feel that um, just God's stirring in your heart for the church just now or for anyone that'd be listening. Otherwise, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to pray and let you get back into your busy day with God. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot we say. I think you've been uh, brilliant and yeah. full of wisdom. <laughs> and um, thank you for the opportunity to, to be able to share. <clears throat> I think he's doing a lot. I think there's a lot of connectivity that's happening. I think there's a lot of unity that's happening. Yeah. I think there's an excitement in the church that's happening. Mm. I think there's a call from the Lord to say, be equipped and be ready. Mm. Like the, the, <laughs> the church will be able and need to receive what I'm doing. Mm. And the excitement that I am around in the church right now and, and part of with different prayer things, it's really exciting. I had a friend in California say, so he's like, when I preach, all this great stuff happens. And I wanted to tell him like, yeah, I know. I was like, that's happening, <laughs> happening everywhere. 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 Yeah. Those are the kind of good holy rumors that I know yeah. the Lord is so happy with. Mm. And we're so happy with. Mm. So just honored yeah. to be part of the church here in the yeah. UK and what God is doing and, and what yeah. and you guys are doing. Just love it. I, I, I love that. Be ready. Because that's, you know, yeah. that's the, like at any moment, be ready. At any moment, God can turn up on the journey. Yes. Be ready. God's, you know, like it's all the, I'm coming again soon. You know, be mm-hmm. ready. I've got this work about yeah. me. So I love, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that as being our, our last words that echo yeah. out of them out this time together. But guys, genuinely, thank you very much for your you. time today. I, man, I, 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 it's, it's a treat to be able to spend time and get to ask the questions. And I just trust mm-hmm. that God gets me to ask the questions that other people want to hear the answers to. Um, but yeah. let me just briefly, Logo, we love Blake and Marcy. And genuinely, it's, this time with them has been a blessing. Knowing them um, has been a blessing to me already. And Logo, you have incredible works in store for them and their children and for them to do as an adventure as a family together. And so, Logo, I, I just ask for a real blessing on their home. Lord, I know this is a couple that invite people into their home to meet, to share gospel. You know, even just the story of the day, oh, you know, we, we picked up this person and this other person came in and we didn't know them, but they were, and, um, and so, Lord God, I just ask for safety and, and security on their home and their family life. But Lord God, that they would continue to be a blessing. They would continue to hear you speak. And Lord God, I ask that their children would teach them and lead them into new things, Father God. Um, bless you both. Um, so thank you for joining us uh, on the road again um, there'll be uh, other episodes coming out soon but um, but bless you today and um, don't forget God is with you and he is keen to speak to you um, and so be expectant and be ready God bless <laughs>